Well, I've got Wilkie here on the uh, on the podcast today. He's of the band. Um, fuck, Malef. Oh, fuck! I can't say it. Malevolence. Malevolence. Fucking hell! I can't say maleficent. I don't know why. In my head, I've been like, I've got, I've got to get it right. It's malevolence. It's malevolence. I'll fucking get to it and nothing. Um, <laughs> thank you for that, Wilkie. Uh, you are the bass player of the band. Um, and uh, you have a brand new album coming out on Friday, the 20th of May. Um, it is called Malicious Intent. It is out via Nuclear Blast. So I've got the promo bit done. Um, but let's um, let's find out a bit about the band, if that's all right. Because obviously you've been there from the start. You guys have been quite a tight unit uh, for the last sort of, say, 10 years or so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's been the same dudes now for over 10 years, actually. Uh, I think maybe 13 Oh, fantastic. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. That's good. I mean, I, I sort of discount the last two years of nothing. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, you guys, you're out of Sheffield in the UK. Um, and I, I have heard your name batting around and stuff like that. Because you've got, this is your third album, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. And you had an EP out a couple of years ago uh, as well, as, as well as your releases go. Um, but is this your first on Nuclear Blast? This is our first on Nuclear Blast, yeah. Yeah, and before that, you're on your own label, is that? that? We did, yeah. We we just did our own thing, and we still are releasing a new album on our own label, just in the UK. Oh, okay, cool. So Nuclear Blast taking yeah. care of you, like European types. Yeah. But UK, you, yeah, we kept that kind of UK territory. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that because, um, like, but before we like say so before we started, I, when I was in a band, we had our own label as well. Uh, we did yeah. much, like our stuff sort of like very uh, DIY, if you will, back then. Mm-hmm. Um, so how, how have you guys found that? Like generally, obviously now you've got Nuclear Bass kind of backing you up. So you've done all right <laughs> on that front. Um, but how, how is that sort of like running your own label as well as like the band and stuff? How have you sort of juggled that side of things? So we started our own label to release our EP. And it was mainly just because... We weren't getting the offers from labels that we really wanted. Like nothing was really that interesting to us. And most of the people that want, I don't know, I felt that I could do just a good job myself yeah. at the time, the position we were at. Um, so basically that's what we did. And I think it just really comes from the attitude of like, why would I pay someone to do this when I can just, we can just like learn how to do it ourselves. Yeah. Which is what we did. Uh, so sorry we did the other side self-released um that was myself and charlie that ran ran the label uh and to be honest man i think we did a i think we did a really really good job of it now the band is the band's growing and also covid's over and we're like on the road and like have other things to do it's becoming more and more difficult to run the label which is why we have nuclear blast involved helping us you know like because yeah. i don't have to do you know they just they make everything so easy you know like going through them like they have people in place because before obviously we were diy but we still work with other people we had a dis- digital distribution agency you know we had we still hired press agents and stuff like that but just we just had to manage the project rather than you know whereas with nuclear blast they just have their, their people that handle all of that which is brilliant yeah, I've worked, I've worked a lot with Nuclear Blast um, for the past oh, forever, how long? Um, mm-hmm. But they've always been really good, really attentive, really like really pushing every band that they have 
yeah it's great and being super helpful even if bands like if i was after getting an interview with someone who wasn't strictly releasing anything in the sort of pipeline um mm-hmm. they've been super accommodating uh in trying to get yeah and stuff like that and they're just one of those labels that i've 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 known them um like from both sides of the sort of like spectrum if you will throughout the years of me being a young little metalhead um yeah <laughs> down hit down south down here and um you know throughout the years and all the bands they've released and now they've just sort of expanded massively uh like their roster is like so eclectic um and they're they're helping out a lot of bands releasing a lot of music which is fan- like every week i'm getting something from them yeah multiple bands, yeah which is absolutely fantastic like for me a music lover is just amazing like just just so much content and and like obviously stumbling i say stumbling across you guys like I'd, I'd heard your name around the scene and things like that um and then i got sent um i think it was life sentence um mm-hmm. and then i sort of sh- I showed interest in that side of it which is off your new album as we're yeah. <laughs> onto the track um and then on broken glass as well um i think did that one come first was on broken glass the first one you released off yeah, that was the first single. Okay, so it was that one first, then um, then Life Sentence. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, basically as it got sort of closer and closer to your like album release, I know you released another track, uh, Still Water Runs Deep. Um, and I was like, right, let's get you guys on. Uh, you guys was like, you had slots available, obviously. But no, just I love those three tracks. They were so good. Such a, a great introduction for myself. Um, I sort of like lambasted the fact that I hadn't heard it, like heard you guys properly before. So I've gone back and listened to stuff you've released before because I have the obviously the the wealth of of, of the streaming service to uh, <laughs> to listen to the music. Um, and uh, then uh, the people at Nuclear Bass were happy enough to actually send me the full album before release. Hey. And and I gotta say, man, fucking spot on. Um, you got some absolutely fantastic tracks on there. Uh, obviously the three tracks you released are great um i loved um or was i got it written down here above all else that was the one i really liked i know you got a yeah. uh, matt honey uh honeycut yeah that, is he the guy from uh is it carl he's from kublai khan kublai khan that was it yeah. he's in a band called kublai khan yeah no that was that was awesome i was like i i, I really love that track then you've also got um you i've already been spoken about in various things but you got matt heathy on there trivium fame yeah um that track is amazing as well is is so it's so big like it's sort of like it's a great sort of near end of the album to really kind of pick up and like um it's a yeah it's a it's a fucking it's, how did that how did that come about with both matt and or both the mats i should say um how did you get them involved obviously you probably would have like i know you've played with a lot of these bands mm-hmm. uh years on various sort of things but when you got like Matt Honeycutt or or Matt Heafy, what what was the sort of like you know the process? Yeah, that really just sort of. Uh, uh, so Matt Honeycutt from Kublai Khan, I've I've toured with him twice, and we just we, we're just friends. So with him, it's simply just the case of dropping him a message. Hey, dude, fucking, do you want to jump on a Malev song? Um, which of course he did, and he absolutely killed it. Uh, with Matt Heafy, that's a completely different story because I actually. I don't know him. I've never met him uh, before. Uh, and obviously, tr- like, um, I'm 28 years old. So I think for a lot of people um, in metal around my age that I speak to, um, Trivium Ascendancy was like a really big moment for like opening the doors. Like for me, when I, I, I think that 
came must come out when I was like, like 13 or something that really sparked my interest into like you know the uh spark right you know it's yeah. the, the wider metal world and I think that's the same for a lot of people that are my age so that one uh is crazy he just posted us on Instagram like yo this band is sick um saying something nice about us and then you know obviously went in our group chat everyone's like yo Matt Heafy fucking listens to Malevin he likes us and then uh yeah he um he kept kept posting about us like he did a few posts on Instagram just like our artwork on his feed like yeah this band's amazing they're gonna fucking take over just saying being really kind basically and then I believe someone from our camp it could have been Nuclear Blast sent him the album I think think he I think he's got the album and then he just he hit us up like yo love the new songs um I'd love to sing on there scream on there or do a solo so we were like yeah let's do all three yeah uh, <laughs> all three. and then that, that's how it came about so that's uh that was a, a mad one for me actually because obviously of knowing who he is since I was so young yeah it's very cool and we don't like say we don't know each other so it's very cool but we're talking we're talking together in January um oh yeah nice. coming January that's awesome. No, I mean that's that's like I mean that that sort of organic kind of like melding of that is absolutely amazing. I love it. It's uh um because he's one of the guys I'd like I've noticed I've never met him myself. I have some I've known him obviously Trivium for many years. I've seen them live a few times. Um and how they've kind of evolved from what at the time was kind of like ascendancy was kind of like to me being the older person they were kind of like the next machine head mm. if that makes sense yeah um and they kind of took it from there and they've they've really made it their own now um and like the the music they're writing is just it's just epic it's just like it's beyond what kind of the shelf life i i, I initially thought because i thought they were going to be kind of like a fly by night type they had mm-hmm. that big album had that big moment at download one of the early downloads you know yeah circle yeah and all that kind of stuff going um and you know and and then going from there and just watching how they've evolved and how matt has also like kept himself in touch with fans as well as obviously other bands in your case um like over lockdown and stuff like that he was doing a lot of like live streaming playing guitar on there even playing games and stuff as well but it was just like you know just watching this band kind of evolve into something and they're still going they haven't finished it's still still something you know to go from yeah. there but no having him on the on the album i mean the track itself is is absolutely fantastic i loved higher place as well um, yeah. that, that is uh, i'll use the word again that was epic that one yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> um but no i mean the album itself like i say uh it is it is fun i'm, I'm I, I i really want to see how people react to it when when it comes out on friday um hopefully this will be up around about then anyway so people you know hopefully see this like you know, listen to it. but if they haven't listened to the album yet jump off this and go listen to it yeah go check <laughs> music any of them malevolence malicious intent yeah excellent excellent no i mean it's, it's, like i say it's a fantastic album um like if I, if I like sort of discovering you guys the way i have i mean i know it's it's never too late to jump on the train as long as you get on the train kind of thing uh, hey i'm i'm very grateful to have you here and it's awesome to actually speak to someone that's kind of just on board with malevolence from our new latest campaign so yeah thanks for being here and, and checking oh. us out that's that's what we're trying to do man we're trying to reach reach new people like yourself yeah. so very very much appreciated no i mean you've got the quality is there so as long as Thank you, you. Can hear it um 
you know, you get all the airplay. I mean, I, I, I'm sure I, I work for Total Rock as well. Um, Do you? Yeah. Cool. Um, so I'm sure a lot of the DJs on there will be playing tracks from or have already played tracks from this. Um, yeah. So and 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 all that kind of. I think stuff. Higher Place is the one for the radio. Yeah. No, that's definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, like, like I said, uh, like I, I, I work from mainly on their social media side of things, just sort of looking after that. But uh, I do have a show on there as well. But um, yeah, it's just sort of like I'm sure because there's a lot of other like shows that are probably better catered. To my show is sort of electronic and metal, if that makes sense. Sick. You know, sort of like Cybergoth stuff. Yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. And there's yeah, yeah, bands yeah. out there that kind of mesh sort of more sort of sort of big dance room type stuff, uh, like drum and bass and metal and all that kind of stuff. It's my t-shirt. Oh, cool. It's in front of me. Um, but you know, there's new bands like Seething Akira and stuff like that that I kind of play. That, so, um, but yeah, no, it's just um, yeah, no, I'm sure it will get the thing. And you guys are on. Are you on any of the festivals this year or anything like that? Yeah, man, we're doing Bloodstock. We're headlining the second stage. Awesome. We are playing the second stage at Download on Saturday. Fantastic. We are the well. That's that. That's our UK ones. And then other than that, some really cool looking ones in Europe. We're doing Not Fest in Germany. Oh, so yeah, we got loads. To be honest, mate, I've got gigs every weekend now until mid August. So oh, it's good. feels you know after COVID, it just oh fuck it, yeah, it's <laughs> such a relief to just be out on the road. It's, yeah. it's so nice yeah. to actually go to a live show. I've I've managed to hit because like past few years, obviously everything's been delayed and rescheduled, and but this year everything's sort of happening. So I've managed to hit all these shows that I had tickets for before we shut down and everything. <laughs> um, but it's so nice. It was a little weird initially to be back at yeah. the like what the you know stay away. But um, <laughs> um, but after a while, it just became like I was so glad to be back. Like. I've been to like these like big shows and I've been to tiny shows since then. And it's been just absolutely like, like it was before, you know, and it's, you know, yeah. Yeah. Man. I, I, when, when it, when shows reopened, I was, I just started going to like as much stuff as I possibly could. I yeah. cause I, I live in the, the city, Sheffield city center. So like I was even going to shows for like stuff that I don't, didn't even care about at yeah. all. You know, even like genres, I didn't, I wasn't even that asked about, just like oh yeah there's a show on like let's go and you know just like see something nice. you know if it's like my mates playing that's good there's a good enough reason but yeah 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 it's really really nice to have it all back how is it up in uh like the scene up in sheffield like these days um because i i remember back when oh well when i played up there i played at the corporation mainly oh mate i used to work at corporation for years actually um a bunch of us did so like i've spent many many an hour in there but um for for metal in Sheffield, it's actually pretty quiet. Um, there's not it doesn't seem to me like in like the metal and hardcore kind of world, like the world that malevolence comes from, doesn't seem like there's an awful lot happening. Like there's not loads of shows happening, but there is really good, like really good and successful bands from here. So like you could also say that it's sick. You know what I mean? Yeah. At the same time, it's like you know we 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 played with with uh while she sleeps in february that was the last time we played in sheffield and two sheffield local bands and there's two and a half thousand people there so you know in a sense in a sense it's sick but then also 
there isn't like a lot of small stuff going on. You know what I mean? There's not like, doesn't seem to be a lot of shows. If someone's, if like there is loads and uh, I've just upset someone, then I'm sorry. But as far as I'm, no one tells me that if, I can't, I don't <laughs> see him being promoted. I don't see him being promoted anywhere. Yeah. If, if there is shows happening. Yeah. No, no, that's calm. It's good to know. I mean, like, I haven't been up that way for a while. For a while. Um, mm. But um, yeah, I used to, like I say, I used to play up there. I used to go, I've been to a couple of shows up there myself as well with like meeting up with friends and stuff. Went to, something at the uh, student union and stuff like that up that way back in the day and uh yeah and no, i was just curious what it was like because it used to it used to have quite a little um like scene going up in that, that yeah area uh, i was just yeah, curious yeah. There. but yeah it's, it's like a bit of an alternative vibe yeah. i think definitely definitely well, i was gonna say i've got a couple of questions left for you if that's all right and i can let you get on with the rest of your night um on that front but um what i got these are sort of like more centric to just you these ones rather than the band itself but what i want to find out from you um are your three most pivotal albums now i'm not saying like necessarily your top three albums but the ones that kind of like turned you like the one that wanted to kind of like made you want to play a guitar or a bass guitar made you want to be in a band those sort of albums those moments um can you recollect any of those yeah so the first one has to be, you might laugh, Nickelback. Okay. Uh, I, is it Silver Side Up? Yep. I heard uh, the single from that on top of the pops when I was like seven or seven or eight years old. Yeah. And I had my first exposure to like a distorted guitar and someone like kind of shouting, you know what I mean? That was my first exposure, and instantly I loved it. So, uh, like, got my mom to buy me the album or whatever, and then I went to my dad. Took me to see them. Like, he wasn't even into it, but like, you know, I absolutely loved it. So, yeah, they they were probably the first band that was like, yeah, I like rock music and aggressive and shouting. Cool. You know, of um, so that was that was probably one. Uh, well, sorry, that was definitely the first one. Yeah. Um, I the other two. Did you say you wanted three? Yeah, three if you can. Um, I think maybe Hatebreed, to be honest. I'm a really big hate I'm a really big Hatebreed fan. Um, and I can't I couldn't tell you what the first record of Hatebreed I fan. No, it will have been Supremacy, which isn't even their best record. Yeah. But uh Hatebreed my exposure to Hatebreed was like a big eye-opener for me. Um and like discovering more of like the hardcore world. Yeah. Um and then probably maybe like Linkin Park as well. Okay. Yep. Maybe Linkin Park. Well, it will have been Meteora because I okay. wasn't around this one. Okay. Well, those are three solid albums. Like, I mean, Nickelback, as much sort of like hate and disdain they get, but they are very popular. And that's probably why. Maybe, to be honest, I like revisited Nickelback recently and like, yeah. like, like them or dislike them. I'm not so much of a fan of the band, but you you can't deny they've got some really good, like some really oh, yeah. really good songs. Like they know how uh, to write a song. They're, oh, they know like write a big banging hit, and like to me that is absolutely undeniable. Yeah. Um, if you're a fan of the band or not, like I think they definitely have some really good, good songs. Not sure if I'm a huge entire fan of the band and brand though, but whatever. That's all right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean that was a huge album back then. Um, and I can see it because a lot of these bands that I was sort of like at that point, I was sort of like tw- mid twenties and going through that part. So they weren't really my, my bands 
if that makes sense. I was obviously aware of them. They were getting a lot of exposure, but my bands became before them. So things like Nickelback and stuff, I never really sort of followed onto. Same with Linkin Park, to be honest. At the time, um, when when the first album came out, I was very much in the camp of what is this overproduced, possibly manufactured, mm. <laughs> um, like pop metal or, you know, rip of, of, yeah. of new metal at the time. Uh, I was one of those kids that was a bit too cool for school, you know, when I was younger. So, um, <laughs> but since then, I've learned to appreciate them more because they did do a lot for the sort of industry, the metal rock industry, because they were the gateway <laughs> band. Same with Nickelback. Yeah. For you, they were the gateway band into this, into this yeah. show. And for a lot of other people, it's like Avril Lavigne. It's like the pop punk thing. It yeah. Goes through, and you just sort of like, okay. And then, I, you know, as I sort of, you know, matured mentally and stuff like that, you realize that you go, okay, these were, these were the gateway bands for your generation, you know, and stuff like that. So, Who were they for you? For me, um, my oh. first exposure to heavy music was Motorhead uh, on a okay. TV show. Um, yeah. On a TV show called The Young Ones. Ace of Spades or something. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. And they used to have like musical acts on this show. It was a random like sitcom. Very, you know, it's it's aged, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but that moment of like just watching this heavy metal band play on this show to a comic on a comedy show was crazy. Uh, but then from then it was like Guns and Roses. If you want to go the big sort of commercial yeah. route, Iron Maiden things like that. Um, but new metal was my kind of yeah when I was sort of sixteen onwards. That was my kind. Oh. That was my jam, if you will. So, what do you think of like the current new metal revival then, or like it being I'm... like it's like cool, completely cool again? Yeah, like it's come yeah, completely all the way back around. Like there was so many years where like people, a lot of people were ashamed to say they liked it. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't cool and stuff for like many, many years, and then now everyone's just like, yeah, you know what? It's fucking sick. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, no, yeah. that's I mean that's the thing with music or even fashion stuff like it always comes yeah. around. And yeah, one of those things where I mean I've always loved my new metal, I've always loved mm-hmm. you know, you know, the big bands, Limp Biscuit, Corn, Deftones, yeah, uh, all that kind of stuff. And and I've always maintained that because I was part of that movement in the UK, um mm-hmm. I, I I you know, I live and die for it on that front. And I love yeah. new bands that are coming through, that, that cool. was their that was their exposure, that was their gateway into mm-hmm. this. And they've kind of refined it and made it their own as well. So they've added yeah. elements to it that that initially it was the sort of rock and hip hop crossover. Yeah. Sort of bare bones of it. But they've really mm-hmm. taken that sound that came from that, that deep sound. Um, yeah. There's bands like Tetrarch. There's other bands. Uh, yeah. Like- Tetrarch are sick, yeah. actually. Yeah. Yeah. Really- they're sick. Yeah. I've, um, they're, I think, the best. That's the best new metal revival band i've heard like i heard the sound and i'm like yeah this is quality like this is the 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 best one i've heard of like bringing it back and trying to because with tetra like the the, let's be real they're not bringing anything new to the table but it doesn't fucking matter because it's absolutely quality yeah i mean yeah i mean they're not reinventing the wheel but it's it's yeah it's like you don't need to when it comes to that no no who who cares who cares and it's yeah it's just so it's just so nice to hear it again like with yeah you know the latest production all that if you worry about yeah that, yeah with the, exactly with the late production and I, I feel just in general new metal has been like influential beyond nearly any other subgenre of metal in my opinion like the yeah. fashion and all of that has gone way beyond metal like i even see like so many rappers 
uh, like I'm into rap music and stuff and I, you know I'm aware of how the culture is evolving and fashions and and whatnot and I see so much like guys in America um literally dressed like the guys that probably don't even listen to new metal I'd have thought yeah you know I mean like uh, maybe they do actually maybe I'm just being ignorant maybe they do but literally looking like a Slipknot fan from like 2001 and I'm like yeah. yo like this is how the the you know the culture is is traveled and spread mad yeah no it's 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 one it's absolutely bro i mean i was the sort of like hip-hop element in my band i was the turn yeah so i was doing all the scratches and Sick. all that kind of stuff and and and, and it, it you know and that's why i want to like i'm <laughs> i got the self-proclaimed godfather of uk new metal but <laughs> oh you've nice i like that i like it um <laughs> uh, but you know just just holding that flag and being that part and even at the time i i, I was fighting that corner because there was this like I, we kind of like were around and we're around at the kind of like end of it, if that makes sense. And mm -hmm. uh, there was a lot of journalists going, oh, you know, baggy jeans and, and turned to, you know, isn't that a bit like, you know, new metal? Yeah. now it became a slander rather than a, yeah. Oh, no. Um, and even then I was like, yeah, that's exactly what we are. And that's exactly who the people who listen to us. Yeah. Um, and you know, it was, it was, it's fun. And I love, like I say, love seeing this come back around. It's like, even some yeah. of the comments coming back in, um mm -hmm. you know with with uh things like you know obviously Limp Biscuit's still around they've just released an album Deftones are still going you know Corner's still going so the big heads yeah are these are still uh, the biggest names in metal yeah even like Devil Driver are doing Cold Chamber songs so oh sick you know so you know that that element is still there and Orgy is still yeah there. So you got you want to sort of dig deep Head P is still there um uh you know and i'm i'm you know non-point all these bands are still there and they're still going and it's just like mm -hmm. it's just that enduring they're still getting people to their shows it's not like they've just sort of yeah out oh uh, mate no so. i think new metal like if you actually look at pop metal's popularity over yeah. the last 20 years new metal was when it was its, its biggest oh, yeah. like you know the, the stats are there like mm. in my opinion uh but who who is there in like uk new metal then who have like really repped it in the um, past 20 years because i i'll be honest i can't actually think of that many names off the top of my head yeah there, there wasn't many like what bands there was a band called vacant stare right they were kind of the big one at the time they were kind of coveted by a lot of uh major labels and stuff like that um one minute silence or another one um i don't know any of these it's it's my what, going back and checking them out um like vacant stare released one album so when is this what what kind of era are we looking at? Uh, we're looking early, late nineties, early two thousands. Okay, so yeah. you know around that era. Um, One minute silence have three albums out, um, and they were very much uh, on that rap metal sort of side of things. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a couple of European ones, Linear Seventy Seven. Um, I think you asked in the UK there was at the time, because there are a lot of bands that were sort of labelled new metal, but they weren't. They, well, they never liked that. <laughs> um, um, Oh god, damn. you'll have to. I'll have to. Uh, I can't think of any el anyone else. But I'm sure, like, if you go back and listen to that, you'll get like um, recommended bands at that point, and you'll see other bands. Okay. Sort of repping at the time. Um, so, have we not ever had any like big names in new metal in the not, UK? Not really. Not, not really remember. It's very American, isn't it? It is. I very, mean, I said very it, American. At the time when I was doing it, we had our 15. We were in like Kerrang. We got four out of five k's stuff like that so we were doing Sick. all the right stuff um but because the american bands were there already doing it that's what sort of i felt like stopped us going on to that next level because that element was already there for people who market that 
So yeah. It was kind yeah. of not already done, but you know, it was yeah, it was already done essentially because we had like slipknot on the <laughs> side of it. Uh, you um, know what, mate? I really admire that you just admitted that. Like, yeah, yeah you know, we did it, but it had already been done. So yeah, I mean that's the thing. I remember around like we were releasing demos before that, like when, yeah, but we just sort of like we had our 15 minutes, but it never got capitalized on if that makes sense yeah 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 okay and that's just out yeah. of i guess inexperience and stuff like that and 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 you know well you know being diy as well you kind of like at the time you make decisions for yourself and you can look back and say that was the wrong one that was the wrong one <laughs> we should have yeah. done that. but at the time it was like what do i have in front of me and what do i know what is my knowledge base now obviously i'm a bit you know i know a bit more but you know it's it's one of those things i mean my the, the first album i released is is turning 20 next year so congrats bro okay, so that that's kind of something congrats. and people are still listening to it so sick sorry yeah. can you just tell me the name of your band again oh yeah so it's zero cypher zero cypher okay yeah. and you're on the decks and do you, do you have a rapper in no not no we had two vocalists a screamer yeah, nice. and a singer um and uh we had we had like uh, a couple of guests on a few tracks stuff like that here and there did you have any music videos yes okay sick i'm gonna get them up on youtube actually yeah yeah have a look at them some of them are, get them up on YouTube. they're all sick handmade <laughs> well <laughs> yeah mate it was but, a, this is this is the 90s bro this oh, is no, the 90s no, like totally. it's not totally. fucking not today you know what i mean no, it's just, no, exactly exactly yeah um, yeah, yeah. before i let you go man one last question yeah. what are yeah, your let's hobbies, go. what are your hobbies away from music so when you're not doing anything musically on that front yeah what do you kind of get up to well, I'll be honest, right now, my fuck, I'm just absolutely living and breathing being in a band because we're busy as fuck. Nice. So, um, which, to be honest, is awesome. Yeah. So right now, I'm hardly pursuing any of them. But in, in COVID, like times, I like I like the gym. I like lifting weights, um, walking, like walking in the countryside. I live, I live in Sheffield. So like we have the Peak District, like yeah. 15, 20 minutes out of the city and it's beautiful. Yeah. So it's amazing for, for walking. Um I like going to shows, cool. drinking, drinking beers with the lads, going to shows, uh, going on holiday as much as I possibly can. <laughs> um, I, I do like I do graphic design as a hobby and like kind of, obviously I run the label and like I still stew and it is a business, but I do, I put out, for example, like I put out my friend's bands on the label, like, and not for the purpose of profit, you know, like, yeah. which I still see is kind of like work now. It's kind of like work now but it's also like i see it as a hobby because it's like a passion project yeah. you know what i mean like i designed the merch for him and and stuff like that you know and don't don't charge don't charge him money and things um yeah i like i like cooking a bit cool. um yeah that's good <laughs> yeah I, I th- is, is that is that enough i that's suppose enough. i suppose i got that's a few yeah. yeah no that's all good what that's about good. you what about you what do oh, you like to do me uh i dj still uh good. I, I DJ clubs and stuff like that, like rock clubs, metal clubs. Stuff. Um, and yeah, it's mainly, it, it's predominantly around music still on my front. I do have like another hobby of like miniature kind of like, uh, what do they call it? Wargaming type Oh, stuff. Warhammer. Yeah, Warhammer. That's it. Um, so I do oh, a little you, bit of that. You didn't forget the name of that. No, no. It's just <laughs> the games I play aren't necessarily Warhammer. Okay, so, it's like, there, um, do you play the, the the Lord of There's like a Lord of the Rings one as well. There is a Lord. You of know the what, Rings. mate? I sound really ignorant now, but I used to, like I used to play. No, when no I was younger. No, I don't worry yeah, about. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. 
I play all the sort of like miniature versions of the big game, basically. Um, right. That, I, I sort of do that on a sort of like monthly basis. Um, I say with DJ, sure. the main sort of like hobby and stroke long-term profession because I've been doing it. <laughs> yeah. <for so> long. <laughs> but it doesn't make me money. Yeah. So it's yeah, just okay, it's kind of passion. So, um, but yeah, no, I, other than that, I work during the day. So it's sort of, yeah. as we all do, got a day job. Last thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, Wilkie, mate, thank you mate. very much uh, for your time. Uh, good luck no with problem. your fans' album. So one last plug for it. It is Malicious Intent. And it is Malif- fucking hell. Malevolence. Malevolence. The band's called, the band's called Malevolence. The Malev- album's called Malicious Intent. It's coming out Friday, the 20th of May. Uh, it's the biggest, baddest, best metal album you've ever heard in your whole entire life. So, yeah, if you've listened to this podcast, then please check it out. I very much appreciate that. Thank you very much for having me today. It's been awesome. Right. Absolutely my pleasure. Have a fantastic rest of your evening, man, and good luck with everything. Yeah, you too. You too, bro. Thank you. Thank you. See ya. Bye-bye.